Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, I shot out on YouTube and on the Rumble. Um, I actually made some videos, uh, put them out there. A buddy of mine recommended it for you know the new age. Um, you get a lot more hits, and it does appear that way. Uh, I got pretty slow internet out where I'm at, so I probably will try to stick mostly to podcast. Uh, but there are YouTube and Rumble uh, videos. That's uh, Rumble's that new video player. Uh, I heard it on the Dan Bongino show. Uh, but it's just in case YouTube decides to take down my content for any reason, it'll be on Rumble. Uh, but it's, it'll cover most of the stuff I have in the podcast anyway. I couldn't get, figure out how to convert uh, YouTube into podcast directly. So I'm just going to make this podcast because it's a pretty important one from what I hear. Um, so just feel free to reach out to me, like always, WRS contact at pm.me. I'll put it down in the comments again. Um, I created that email so everybody can reach out to me directly. You don't have to go through Patreon. Uh, I still use patreon.com backslash warrior research society. Uh, I'll have all my documents and supporting stuff on there. Um, it's all public. It's all free. Uh, Patreon is just a nice format. Makes it easier to do a website or anything, uh, so it's awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm getting some emails. Um, uh, one of the ones I got, he's a similar guy to me. He saw my symptom list on Patreon. Uh, he listened to I think a couple of the podcasts or the videos. Uh, he reached out. He has similar stuff going on. He's got that nerve stuff going on, spasms, um, memory fog, fatigue, uh, memory lapses. Uh, He's went to neuro, the neuropsychological testing. He's being shown impaired in processing speed and a few others. So they hit him with the mild cognitive impairment diagnosis. Uh, he has a PTSD diagnosis. Uh, but very similar check. I mean, we do have differences in uh, some of the stuff that we're seeing. But obviously, the brain affects everybody differently. It depends what's going on with you. could just be the PTSD, the mental health side uh, for traumatic events in your life. Uh, could be a mix of PTSD with actual brain damage, white matter or green matter damage, TBI, uh, CTE, uh, whatever you have going on. It could just all be an overlap. could be hormone imbalance uh, that's causing a lot of issues for you all across the spectrum, mental health and physical. Um, but it could be all three or just one of, the, of, of all of them. Uh, he was very interested about the Dr. Gordon thing. Uh, he's doing his own research into Dr. Mark Gordon. Uh, he's on the Joe Rogan podcast several times. Uh, just look into him. He's a, mostly the hormone imbalance side. Uh, he's helped a lot of veterans, a lot of people that have PTSD-like symptoms. Um, uh, actually turned out to be hormone imbalance, and his treatment really helps him. Uh, but he's got a guy in there, Andrew Marr, uh, ex-ranger. Uh, he uh, has a book called Tales from the Blast Factory. If you want to read a good book, and if you're going through similar stuff, uh, you'll probably see yourself in in the book and some of the conditions and things that are going on in his life. Uh, but it's Tales from the Blast Factory. And then Dr. Mark Gordon with Millennium Health. Good guy to reach out to for that hormone stuff, hormone imbalance. If you're going through an endocrine doctor or rheumatologist or whatever, you just did your own blood pa- uh, panels and you're showing hormone deficiencies all across the board. Now, that could be a good resource for you. Uh, like I said, he's on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast several times. Uh, I actually have uh, all the episodes listed in uh, YouTube and on the podcast before. Uh, but mostly I wanted to hit this one. 
Uh, he's very similar to me. He's early in his travels. He's going through the VA claim process and all that. Um, so he's building his case on that side, but he's also going through a lot of rabbit holes like I did. Uh, he's, he's searching for why. He wanted to know, know the why. Why? Why did this happen to me? Um, what caused it? Uh, you know, I went down all those rabbit holes for a very long time. I did a lot of research, saw a lot of doctors, spent a lot of money. Uh, just looking for different treatments and stuff, but I was I was mostly in search of the why initially. Uh, I finally came to you know where I am now, and the why really doesn't matter. I am where, at where I'm at. Uh, why isn't really going to affect that. What's going to affect that is just trying to improve my life. So I'm really content with that at this point. But I understand him going down the why. I went down all kinds of uh, different tunnels. Uh, you know the chemical exposure route. Uh, stationed at Fort McClellan. Uh, base was closed in 1999. It was the Chem Corps and MP Corps was there. Uh, VA recognizes and actually admits that there was a whole bunch of chemicals on base, but they're only in certain areas. So the VA hasn't officially linked Fort McClellan with chemical exposure directly. Uh, through VA claims, you can read online decisions they've made. Uh, they have linked certain soldiers to chemical based on their autoimmune stuff and awarded them VA ratings. Uh, but it's not just based on Fort McClellan still. They've been fighting that one for a long time, a lot of veterans back in the day. Um, but they still haven't uh, recognized it yet. And there was a town outside Fort McClellan, Aniston. Uh, they had a chemical plant there. Um, they leaked all kinds of stuff out in the environment, and all the citizens of that town uh, came down with cancer, autoimmune, uh, birth defects, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, they, they really hit them hard. Um they legally went after that chemical company, and uh, they won a suit against them. So they had to pay each resident of Aniston so much money uh, in the end, and they shut down that chemical company. Uh, and Fort McClellan shut down in 1999. Uh, I went down the anthrax route. I was the first guy, the first batch of people that got the anthrax shots in 1998. Um, uh, and they had a lot of bad batch stuff, they called it. Uh, a lot all over the internet, you know, they're all, and all the veterans are trying to figure out bad batches is what they were calling them. Uh, conspiracy theory or not, however you want to look at it. Uh, there are people that complain of all kinds of autoimmune, mental health, and all kinds of other issues after getting anthrax vaccines. And they would, those people had certain batches that they got the anthrax from. So you can compare those if you have your original shot records. It'll actually have the batch numbers on it. Uh, mine did, so I was comparing those to the batch numbers they were calling bad batches. Uh, so I went down that wormhole a long time. The methylcline pills, uh, anti-malaria medication that you take before you go overseas every time. Uh, it's well documented as a, a valid treatment uh, for anti-malaria anti medication. Um, but they're the same thing. There's a lot of uh, people reporting, you know, soldiers totally changing their personality, becoming angry, depressed, anxiety, uh, PTSD-like symptoms. They had some autoimmune kind of things going on. Um, so I went down that wormhole for a while. Uh, but there's a lot of wormholes you can go down, and that's what, you know, he's looking into, you know, burn pit exposure, uh, hazmat exposure from Iraq, Vietnam, Afghanistan, uh, just all across the spectrum. Um, but he, he's going through those, trying to figure out, you know, what caused it which I understand for the VA side, if you're trying to link it to service, um, if they haven't already did that automatically. Uh, but once you're past the paperwork side, um, if you're like me, then 
Yeah, you might get to a point where I am now. I really don't care anymore what the reason was or how it happened. It's just more addressing, you know, making me feel better, uh, more awake, more alive to be there for the family. Um, but he's going down that route right now. So he's got the neuropsychological exam on. He did an MRI. He has some T2 white matter hyperintensities. Uh, so basically white matter lesions. And that's uh, sort of, that's why he reached out to me. We're almost overlapping in all those ways. Uh, you also had a question about, uh, you know, how do I, how do I balance out eventually? How do I eventually start feeling a little better, uh, a little more content? Um, I actually feel physically better. One of my triggers seems to be heat. So I was in Texas at the time. I was having a lot more episodes and stuff in Texas, just hot, humid. I love Texas, but uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling very good. Uh, heat is one of my triggers, so it might be one of yours. Might be something to look into, talk to your doctor about. Uh, maybe experiment with it, see if you're feeling better in hot, hotter times or colder times. Uh, I approved a lot more when I got to a cold environment, so maybe you'll be the same. And then um, the other things I do is uh, gym. You know, I try to get to the gym, work out, stay healthy, uh, as healthy as I can, uh, take balance of nature. I was taking other green supplements just to get a lot, a lot more fruits and vegetables in my system, uh, then hormone stuff. Um, I was on Dr. Gordon's regimen, so I'm keeping certain things that he gave me that I felt better on. I just keep buying those certain things to balance out my hormones. I'm on a low dose of testosterone to even out my testosterone. Because if my testosterone could drop really, really low, uh, extremely low, and you definitely feel that uh, when anything's out of whack like that. Uh, so mostly exercise. I try to hit a lot of omega threes through you know nuts and seeds and stuff. I don't eat a lot of fish, but uh, the Mediterranean diet diet is highly recommended for um, any kind of brain stuff going on or autoimmune or anything. Um, it's highly recommended by all the doctors I've seen. And again, I'm not a doctor, a medical professional. I'm just a guy who's talked to a lot of doctors and, you know, done, done a lot of research and just trying to pass that information on, maybe make your journey a little shorter. Uh, for me, uh, they just ruled out, once I got the white matter disease diagnosis, after they ruled out uh, multiple sclerosis, because um, it's very similar. It's uh, a mimicking disease, basically, is what they tell me. So once they ruled out, you know, I have no history of high blood pressure, uh, I have no history of uh, smoking, no history of migraines, nothing that would cause white matter lesions uh, on the brain through those kind of things. Uh, then they go down the routes of, you know, it could be chemical exposure, could be head, head trauma, multiple minor TBI events, um, which all veterans, you know, you're exposed to, you know, concussion in one way or another all throughout your career. Either you're close to us shooting them, shooting rounds at them, or... Uh, you're close to their rounds hitting off of you, uh, IED, IDF. Uh, if you're a breacher, you're used to flashbangs and breaching charges and uh, shotgun breaching rounds. Um, so they're all impact, no matter what it is. Uh, you don't necessarily have to ride the big wave, you know, the one that hits you in the nuts and goes up to your throat like a messed up roller coaster. Uh, doesn't have to be one of those necessarily just repetitive minor events, just like fighters, law enforcement, firefighters, um, people across the spectrum. I mean, they still have the same thing. So you want to know my, my path, how I came to be a little more content, uh, where I am now. 
And my path was, you know, I went down all the different diagnoses, rheumatology, all that. I've explained in other videos. Uh, I got the neurology, one of my neurologists that I paid for. Uh, he gave me the white matter disease. Uh, early onset is what he called it. It's just because you're not really supposed to get those lesions until you're 55. If you have none of those other precursors I already talked about. Uh, and I was about 27 when I got my first MRI. And you can actually see a few spotty. T2 hyperintestines back then, which have expanded all over um, over the years. I had multiple MRIs, um, I think around seven uh, over the years. So he's able to compare all seven of those, and he actually could see the time and space differential. So he saw, you know, they're separating, they're hitting different areas, and there's more of them, um, and they're continuing to progress. Um, so one of the things that I went to him with after the white matter disease diagnosis uh, I thought I was having heart attacks basically I was getting real stiff in the you know, left chest uh, tightness in the chest my arm and leg on one side that left side would be numb tingling and um, I call them seize ups uh, you really couldn't use the arm it just seize or you couldn't use the leg it seize almost like a spasm um, a lot of times it's paralysis in those events, but I just had spasms. I couldn't use it. Numbness, tingling. And then I have facial droop. My eyes will inflame and get red. Uh, I get fatigue sets in. My vision will get blurry. Um, it's just what I used to call just I had an episode. So we talked it over. He went through all that, and he explained to me there's something out there. It's called TIA, as transient ischemic attack. Uh, you can duck, duck, go it if you have similar conditions. You want to talk it over with your doctor and see if he thinks it's yours. Uh, but it's basically a mini stroke. If you just uh, duck, duck, go mini stroke, uh, it'll pull up. It's a TIA. Um, and, you know, normally the more of those you have, the more you're susceptible to having a large stroke, which a large stroke would move from just damaging your white matter to actually causing black holes, they call it, in your brain. Um, mostly in the gray matter they can see on MRIs, uh, large black holes. So basically it's filled with fluid and no longer functional. Uh, those are what sh larger strokes do. Uh, these smaller ones can cause minor, uh, very small black holes. Uh, but usually they just cause more white matter lesions, more white matter damage uh, each time you have one usually. So the more of those you have, the more likely eventually you're going to have an actual big stroke or keep having big strokes. Um, the way he said to keep that in check is Mediterranean diet, exercise, uh, omega-3s, uh, fruits and vegetables, keep your blood pressure in check, always monitor it, um, uh, keep away from stress, try to you know, limit your uh, too, too much physical exertion. Uh, he said definitely don't, don't sit on the couch and become obese, uh, don't be lazy, uh, get out there, actually still use your brain, be physical. Keep your cardiovascular and strength systems up. So do both. Um, so that's what I do. I just try to keep a, a good balance as I go. Um, you know, when he first told me about him, he said, you know, there's a, there's a lot of research into the TIAs um, and early onset TIAs when you're younger. You know, um, it ranges anywhere. He told me from, you know, increasing your chance of death. You know, after initial diagnosis of white matter disease and having those TIAs and being diagnosed with dementia, uh, anywhere from six months to 10 years. But, you know, there's people that live way past that. Uh, but usually, you know, six months to 10 years, if you're early diagnosed, I'm already 
you know, technically he said I could have been diagnosed on that first MRI because that's the first white matters. So that would have been almost 10 years ago or a little over already. Um, so I'm still kicking. So definitely, you know, take your doctor's advice to use some of these out of the box therapies and stuff, see what works for you, what doesn't. I have it on other forums. Um, you know, the hyperbolic chambers, I tried that for a while. Oxygen, I just carry around oxygen cans and shoot some oxygen every once in a while. Tried the blood flow expanders, the nitric oxide products. Um, just a lot of stuff, neurotherapy and all the other kinds of, you know, different out of the box kind of stuff that, you know, insurance might not cover, but, you know, if you're, if you're able to, maybe it's a good option to talk to your doctor about, uh, see if he would think it would help, um, or not, or just try it and see if it does help you. Um, so my contentment comes from, you know, I moved to a different area, a little colder environment. Uh, mostly focused on the kids now, you know, activities of, of theirs, um, providing for the family, making sure they're taken care of, doing all the, the documents, the life insurance, um, making sure that spousal protection is in place for my DOD retirement, uh, making sure they have TRICARE in case I do kick the bucket. Um, just make sure everything's in place the best I can. I try to get more life insurance now and I can't get any more, but I had some in place. So I'm lucky and fortunate there. Um, but yeah, just that's, that's what made me content. And, you know, one of the things that, that goes across the board, like he said in his email, um, and I see on a lot of forums and I've talked to a lot of soldiers and a lot of guys going through the same thing. Um, the whole memory thing gets you, you know, fatigue is, you know, out of pattern. You hate being the lazy ass, um, or feeling like the lazy ass now, uh, you know, barely can get off the couch and just, it, and then that causes depression and, you know, your whole personality has changed. You're no longer the person you used to be. You might have anger, you might have mood swings. Um, you're just out of, out of your normal personality. Um, and then apathy, um, you know, shockingly, the, and explain to me, you know, the damage on the frontal lobes and all that, it can cause a lot of apathy, and that goes across, you know, PTSD, uh, TBI, minor TBIs, white matter, just doesn't matter. Um, in a lot of cases, there's a lot of apathy in, across the spectrum, and uh, it's surprising, but, you know, you, all those things you used to love, maybe you don't love them no more, uh, or you don't love really doing anything anymore, you just sort of do it, because um, it's a necessity, uh, the way I got content on that one, it sounds like the, the guy I was talking to, he's got a lot of apathy. Uh, he doesn't enjoy doing anything anymore at all. Um, and that just, that, that sucks. I mean, that sucks in life. Um, you know, if you don't enjoy doing anything anymore, you know, uh, it's, it's just hard to, to move on from that one. Um, I don't enjoy doing any of the stuff I used to do. I used to like, you know, motorcycles. I used to like um, uh, 69 Camaro SS. Uh, I used to want to travel to Ireland to see the castles. Um, I used to like skydiving. I used to like uh, jujitsu. Um, I used to like computers a lot, technology, figuring out new things. I don't like any of it anymore. I really don't care if I go to Ireland. Um, it'd be cool because I could take the kids and the wife and they could see it. It'd probably be cool to see a castle here and there, but I don't have that drive anymore. I don't care about motorcycles. The wife, you know, mentions motorcycles once in a while, and I have no interest. Um, I saw some Camaro SSs, and I, I faked the funk of, oh, oh, that's a nice nice car. You know, try to still be interested because they know I love that car. 
Uh, well, I did. Now I, I had no interest. I mean, if someone gave me one, I'd probably just sell it. Um, same with a motorcycle. Uh, I've always loved the old World War II, you know, Harley. Um, you know, I think it looks cool still, but I have no interest. Even if I had the money or someone gave it to me, I'd probably just sell it. I'd have no interest in actually riding it or driving the car. Uh, that's a shocker for me, definitely. It's a shocker for a lot of the guys I talk to. I mean, you you add the fatigue on now I'm a lazy ass, or I feel like a lazy ass, into the uh, cognitive stuff, into, you know, you're no longer as smart as you once were. Uh, you can't process things as quick. Um, you can't make decisions very fast. Your processing speed, your connectors are, you know, wonky. Uh, just all across the spectrum. Uh, it's hard. And the way I'm content with it is, you know, you find that one thing. Um, my one thing is the kids and the wife, um, whatever they like to do, I'll do it with them. Um, that brings me contentment. Uh, you know, being there for them, uh, making sure they're ready, making sure they're prepped, making sure my son's, you know, learning things, um, things he needs to know in life that he can take over if I ever do pass. Uh, well, eventually I'll pass, but if I pass early, he could take over and step into my shoes. Um, so that's my contentment. Um, just throwing it out there, everybody's going to be different. Uh, a lot of people might not agree. A lot of people might be like, you're freaking crazy. Um, that's fine. Uh, I'm just putting it out there for the guys that are going through the same thing. Cause I know you're going through it. I see it. I've, I've heard it. I've talked to soldiers. Um, I'm going through it. I went through it. Uh, it took me a long time to get this content level. Um, and get out of that depression stage of, you know, trying a treatment, thinking it's going to work and it didn't work. So getting in a depression or trying a, you know, new diagnosis and finding out that wasn't it. Um, getting depressed with that. Um, not being able to do things anymore mentally that you used to be able to do. Uh, losing a lot of your memory functions. Um, it's just hard. I understand, man. Uh, I get it. Um, just keep with, keep with the good fight. Find that one thing that keeps you in the game, keeps you in the fight. Um, keeps you uh, uh, being a good father or a good uh, husband or a good wife. Um, just just keeps you there and gets you through too. Uh, it helps you also because you found that one thing that's helping you every day. Uh, and then keep looking for different out-of-the-box things. I mean, there's all kinds of studies going on for all this. CTE, uh, dementia, you know, TBI, PTSD. There's uh, all kinds of money in all spectrums. Um, so maybe, you know, down the road, be a better treatment is going to help us, um, for now, just find what does help you and get you through and go with it and just stay in the fight. Um, and then, so, uh, he also was, uh, sort of, he had a few questions about the brain thing. I don't think his neurologist went over, um, uh, you know, all the different things with white matter. So, uh, gray matter is basically the, the upper part of your brain, uh, the yellow stuff that you actually see if you actually took a picture of the brain, uh, that's gray matter, and that usually gets damaged through, like, stroke, uh, TBI, um, hard TBIs, um, and things like that, but the white matter is actually underneath, it's, uh, consists of 50% of the brain, and it's like the neural highway of your brain, so the white matter controls all the functioning. So it's like your metro system uh, to get from place, point A to point B, get on this train to go there in a very fast fashion. Um, it's like a, a bullet train. Uh, and white matter lesions 
uh, start to damage that those train tracks. So they'll get damaged, they'll get rusty. Uh, some sections you might have to get out and push that damn train. Um, so they're just getting damaged. In multiple sclerosis, it's a little different. They're still white matter lesions, but they're demyelating lesions. So they're actually eating away the myelin sheathing between the connectors. So it's almost like it's trying to erase the train tracks. So there is no function anymore. Um, with white matter disease, uh, repeated damage to these lesions is hitting different areas all over your brain. So it's just, it's targeting train tracks. So it's slowing it down. It's damaging it. You can't process as fast. Um, a lot of you guys out there, you're probably the same as me and the guy that emailed me. You're doing neuropsychological exams and your processing speed is the worst on those tests. I did three of those tests and I get worse every time I take one. Um, it's just accessing, you know, um, uh, the process. So it's like your bullet train is now, you know, you're pushing a cart train. Um, it's just a little different for certain connections, um, depending on where the lesions are. Uh, so that's sort of a good way to break it down. I saw a video on it one time. My neurologist recommend watching it uh, to break it down a little better because, you know, doctors don't really speak normal English to us grunts. Um, sometimes they get a little, a little too technical and down the technical realm, uh, but he, he recommended that one. I watched it. Um, got it. It clicked. I gotcha. So it's damage, not destruction of the train tracks um, to this point yet. So he's, uh, uh, this guy was mild cognitive impairment, so that means he's impaired in several categories, but he's not quite impaired enough where it's affecting his everyday living. Um, that's why I was bumped up to dementia eventually, um, just mostly because it's uh, short-term working and long-term episodic memories affected, so I can't access things. It's impacting the normal way of life for me in everyday life. Uh, sometimes I can't access things at all and how to do certain things. So I just have to move on or, you know, take that day off, um, go do simpler tasks. Um, and then Alzheimer's would be the next phase. You know, I, all the tests I've done, nothing points towards Alzheimer's yet. Thank God, because um, that's the life destroyer diagnosis. I know uh, it's awful. Uh, you lose yourself, your family's impacted, everyone around you is impacted and uh, it's just an awful disease. Hopefully they can find a cure for that one soon, um, along with everything else, but that one especially. Uh, and I know there's a lot of research going on with it, uh, but that's a lot of white matter damage also. Um, but yeah, once you rule out everything, um, as far as white matter side, if that's what your issue is, like his, uh, then you get, even if your doctor doesn't say white matter disease or early onset white matter disease, uh, if he just says white matter lesions or building up or whatever, it, it, it's, you know, just ask him, you know, what, what's it going to be? Is it going to progress or what do you think? Uh, he'll probably tell you to monitor it through MRI over the years, just see if you're getting more. Um, there's really no fix for any of it right now. There's just ways to make you feel better and make some of those uh, other cursors like the mini strokes not as bad. There's not as many, so it's not causing as much damage. Um but yeah, content for me is, you know, the family. Uh, I like where I live now. I'm out in the country. Internet sucks, but um, we got a little piece of land. Um, you know, I don't have to socially interact or fake the funk as often. Uh, and I'm pretty good at faking, you know, normal around people. But sometimes I'm more worried about what I'm going to say. It's not going to make sense. I'm going to sound stupid um, or 
not intelligent or not be able to discuss the point they're talking about or, or, or talk about something totally irrelevant in the moment or not be able to think of the word I need at that moment. Uh, just made me look stupid, I think. Uh, so I, I try to avoid general conversations um, or in-depth ones, I guess you would say. Uh, and, you know, with the whole um, PTSD side and stuff, I know social anxiety and all that and, you know, dealing with people. Uh, it's a hard time too. Uh, mine's mostly, I just don't want to mess up and I don't want to look like an idiot. And I don't want to make my family, you know, they're around me and, you know, I look like an idiot. So, you know, they're connected to me. So I don't want to put that out there. And that's the same with a lot of you guys out there asking about, you know, controlling anger. Uh, oh, across the spectrum, pretty much, you know, the majority of us, out there I've talked to, you know, I've seen in forums and everything we have, we have out of pa- pattern anger. And I just, uh, you know, I've took little things from different therapists over the years, you know, breathing. Um, I just stop and think. Um, and with the processing speed impairment, it actually helped me because I don't react as fastly. I do still have that spark anger once in a while, but most of the time the anger has to build up. Uh, cause I'm not processing that fast. So it gives me just a few more seconds to think, Hey, this isn't worth it. You know, I don't, why am I getting in this argument or, you know, why am I about to fight this guy for, for very little reason or whatever's going on? Uh, but you guys have the same stuff going on. I've seen it. I've read about it. Um, it's across the spectrum, you know, TBI, all of it, PTSD, um, CTE, total personality changes. Uh, you're no longer the person you are anymore. Uh, I used to explain it to uh, my doctors as, you know, uh, I have a corrupted hard drive. thing won't let memories in. Uh, it's deleting my long-term memories, like big chunks of my long-term memory, uh, big events in life uh, that I no longer remember. Um, and it's causing anger and it's causing all this stuff. Um, I just came to a point finally where, you know, I know the anger's there. The gym settles me off a little. Um, and I just, I take some of those techniques, the breathing and stuff, and I try to apply those and, you know, just do the best you can to, you know, try to curve that anger control before it sparks too fast or too hot. Um, I know it's a, it's a big issue out there across the spectrum. Um, and it it really impacts the the family life and everything else. Um, so I, I don't have a huge ton of advice on the anger side just for me personally it's hitting the gym um it's doing you know keep myself busy uh it's trying not to get too engulfed in modern news um i'll listen i'll pay attention to certain things i'll listen to glenn beck uh dan bongino um i'll do little clips of fox news little clips of cnn because usually you need a lot of data sources to figure out what the real story is um, I'll take a little bit in here and there just to see what's going on in the world. Cause right now it seems like the world is burning. Um, uh, well, America's burning at least, um, upside down on its head with this Biden regime and Harris and Afghanistan failure and, uh, just the atrocities happening over there and, uh, just all this stuff in the news. Just, it's, it's crazy. And our administration is crazy. Um, if you're like my individual, like me, it is not your America. Um, this is this is not what you you want to protect. The, this this way of thinking or these people, 
Uh, we're still protectors, which I don't think they understand. Um, I don't think Biden and Harris or any of them, Pelosi, any of those people, you know, across the spectrum uh, that have found greed and corruption, their way of life, understand true Americans, not just soldiers, law enforcement, firefighters, uh, EMS, EMT, nurses, uh, normal citizens that have a core ethos. Um, I don't think they understand that, you know, they hate us uh, based on what I've seen. I mean, they hate us. It's no more nice conversation. We can talk it out. We can have our disagreements. Uh, it's they hate us and they want us to go away. Uh, on the flip side, you know, us protectors, us sheep dog, uh, sheep dogs of the, you know, the sheep, we, if all else came, if it came down to it, the majority of us, if we were stuck in a building with all these people and some bad evil man came in to kill everyone in that building, we would still protect those people. We would lay down our life to take out the evil. Um, and they don't even comprehend that, I don't think, because uh, they wouldn't. Uh, they would probably uh, walk out the building and call in a uh, drone strike and kill you, uh, along with the bad guy. Um, yeah, I just, I don't understand it. It makes me angry. I'm already angry. It's out of pattern. Uh, for me, it's very out of pattern. I've always been very controlled with my anger. Um hardly ever had anger spikes at all uh, in law enforcement. I was always a de-escalator military. I was a de-escalator. I didn't want it to go physical if it didn't have to. I didn't try to spark anyone off. I never had a use of force complaint. I've always used one level of force below what I probably could have. I've went hands on with people with knives and visible guns instead of, you know, uh, doing, you know, taser or baton or shooting them. Um, I went hands on with them risking my own life because I didn't want to escalate to that, that point if I didn't have to. Um, but now I know, I understand that, you know, we're, we're different now. Our personalities are different. Our anger is there. Um, our brain has changed, whether that's through, you know, trauma, mental trauma, physical trauma, chemical exposure. It doesn't matter. It's changed. We're different. Um, it doesn't work the same. And across the spectrum from what I've seen in all these forums and all these years of reading and changing information with people, um, anger is on the top of the list. Uh, there's a reason there's a lot of anger management classes and stuff like that going on. Um, it's just what it is. And you just, you know, I don't have perfect advice for you. Just exercise, um, diet helps me concentrate on my family. Um, keep busy. Don't get lazy. Um, and I try, I try to avoid people like that. Uh, try to avoid taking in too much news, um, a little bit here and there, just enough to be on top of what's going on, uh, just for my family's sake of, uh, sake. But yeah, I mean, other than that, just do what you think, you know, what helps you manage that anger, reach out to other people or counselors or, you know, find little tricks and, you know, tweaks that you can distract you from that go to anger management. Um, you know, whatever it takes, uh, just to get it in check. But, uh, I probably went a little too crazy off board on that one. Uh, mostly I wanted to go over, you know, the similarities between me and him and he wanted to know how he became to a, came to a, con uh, you know, content with life kind of thing. Um, 
but hopefully we're, you know, getting good information out there. Uh, sorry if this sounds not so great. I'm still using earbuds. I'll figure out a mic eventually or whatever they use for podcasting to make it sound better. Um, right now I use an Anchor app. Uh, it does everything for me. It makes it real simple. Uh, I use Patreon because it makes it real simple. Uh, YouTube and the Rumble, uh, they're, they're pretty simple to upload stuff. It just takes a long time out where I live. Um, so there probably won't be as many uh, videos as there are podcasts. Uh, but if you find this stuff, inform- uh, you know, useful, if you want different information, different, uh, you want me to research for something for you, you got feedback for me, uh, you know, I'm pretty thick skinned, you know, we just talked about anger, but you know, if you want to shoot whatever feedback you got at me, no problem. Um, uh, I can improve, adapt, uh, anything that I think is beneficial, I'll add, uh, or I'll take away whatever you think is, you know, whatever I think based on what you're telling me is, uh, not good. Um, but yeah, just, uh, email me that, uh, WRS contact at PM.me, uh, or at patreon.com backslash warrior research society. Um, hopefully we just keep spreading and, uh, keep sending me those emails. Uh, gives me something to, to look forward to that maybe, you know, a little bit of my knowledge and a little bit of my journey, uh, a little bit of the, you know, all that money I spent in different doctors and therapies. Maybe it's helping some other guys get there a little quicker, save them time and money, um, and maybe help them in the end. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you next time. Appreciate it and have a good night.